welcome to the podcast today. Just a couple of minutes, a guest who will go for the hat trick and she will score that third goal. Uh, she will be back in. You'll find out in just a couple of minutes who that is. I'm happy to have her in to talk about her Saturday event, uh, Cookie Walk. I've never heard of that, but okay. First couple of things. Uh, you have heard me talk about it before. I got to enjoy some of the food today at the same, well, at the same cafe. So all may eat. Um, one more time for those just hearing about it. I was excited God, however long ago it was when it was announced that this concept was coming here. Because the only other one, the first one was in Denver. Pretty pretty nice that we're the only other place outside of where this started um, is where their other location is. Got to go to the ribbon cutting, the opening ceremony a couple weeks ago. Got to eat lunch there today. Same. So all may eat. So you can pay this suggested um, amount. I think mine would have been like, I don't know, eight bucks, 12 bucks. Yes, I'm patting myself on the back here. I paid 15. Why? Because I can. And it's for uh, a magnificent cause at a magnificent place. If you didn't know, it's at the main branch of the library. So next time you're downtown, instead of your normal lunch at Dirty Bird or Blarney, um, wherever else you've eaten there a ton of times, check out the same cafe. But first, go on to a Wherever the website is, they house the stuff. You've tracked down the library, they'll be it'll be easy to find. There is a new menu every day. And you might think, I could see how you would think for this place that is serving people who might come in off the street, but also people who have offices at the top of the fifth third building. So all these so all may eat, so all people may come together. Um, you would think that it's, you know, just like kind of like lunch cafeteria food. I could see how you could think that. I could see also you would not think that. It is not like a grilled cheese with a tomato on there or a cheeseburger or what's another comment? Like a like a house salad. This stuff is what's a good word? Ornate. I had the basil pesto and mozzarella pizza. There was also a roasted vegetable pizza, a couple of salad choices, winter green and root salad, turnip, radish, sunflower greens, farro, miso nut dressing, cabbage slaw, red onion, watermelon watermelon radish, parsley, balsamic vinaigrette, and a couple of soups, cabbage and potato, cream of celery soup. So, um, changes every day. Food was really good. Had a some kind of fruity hibiscus tea to go with it. Enjoy it. Please get down there. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to get to? This is from a couple of days ago, going back to the to the Waterville situation. And I'm not going to talk about the Waterville situation. It is what it is. We've, we've discussed it enough. But I will go back to something that I said yesterday. And it's it's one of my tenants. And I'm repeating myself from yesterday because it's applicable. Remember how I said we humans, most of us, practically all of us, do a terrible job. We're nearly complete failures at predicting how we think our future selves will act, think, or what we believe in. Like I, I think I'm 43 years old. I'm pretty experienced. I've had a lot of great. I've had a lot of great and bad life experiences. Not all of them. Obviously, not a parent, no family stuff, but I lived a bunch of places. Um, I get myself out there. I, th- I surprisingly so much so for an introvert. I think I have pretty good and wide perspectives. Not all of them, but 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 a lot. I am not going to tell you what I think I'm going to think when I am 63. 
and you should not do the same. It is a perilous endeavor. So on the Toledo Reddit page, uh, under the post, Waterville Council votes in favor of Amphitheater Project. Um, I'll give you his name. Taco Bell Run 182. He was uh, he was obviously for um, the, the endeavor, the enterprise. Uh, Taco Bell Run 182 said, good, fuck these old people that live out here complaining about everything. Said by someone who, one, doesn't ever plan to be old. Two, um, is perilously and likely going to fail at thinking that their views, his views, I'll say him, his views or her views will change or will remain the same as they get older or when they get old. I did see the irony today. I did see a meme or a post that said something to the effect of, I thought I, I thought we were told we were supposed to get conservative as we get older. I look back at my college years and I see myself being more radical and progressive than ever. Maybe you were just really boring in, in college. And it's not not everybody is going to get safer and more cautious as they get older. We're all different. But generally, that's the case. Like, that's really just human nature. And I'm not talking about your political beliefs, but you're probably going to drive a lot safer when you get older. You'll make safer financial decisions because you have made mistakes. Like you should be more cautious and safer as you get older. If not, you probably have not learned from your mistakes. And if you have not made enough mistakes, you haven't pushed yourself. You haven't challenged yourself. So I hope you're more conservative as you get older. I remember looking back to me at me when I was 22, 23, as opposed to being 42, 43 now. Um, Sorry for that outside. Um, I was uh, I was a wild bazooka. I thought every idea I had was the best and I wanted to do every... And now I still think a lot like this, but I look back at myself and see how wrong I was and see that my boss, my first program director, somebody I still look up to, text every now and then, a mentor of mine, Alex Tier, who, who I worked for in Detroit. He is still a, a, almost a half-lifelong friend. I look back and go, why the fuck did you not smack the shit out of me? He had patience. He knew I was young. He let me make mistakes. And I made them. I would. I look back and go, what was I thinking? Well, I was 20-something. Um, just like I always bring up with like football players. 43-year-old former NFL player looks back and says, what was 23-year-old me thinking? Like, why did I do that to my body? And then you remember for a lot of money and hope you still have, have a lot of it and you've invested it wisely. And one last thing here. Um... As I've said a couple of times before, the nexus, perfect performance, if there is ever a way to achieve it, is from the nexus of older people and younger people coming together and sharing what their strengths and limiting their weaknesses are. And I can look at myself and go, if I could take the zeal the boldness, the creativity of 23-year-old me and mesh it with the ability to communicate um, with a staff and, and others, um, the diplomacy, and put that all together, 
Like you're going to be, I don't think one person can do that. And if one person can, they are the greatest leaders you could ever find. But if you can find an operation like that, where the young people and their rambunctiousness can work with the older people who have the experience and the younger people will listen to the older people when they say, that's not going to work. We can do this, but we got to shave these edges off while the older people can go. I didn't think about that. I was, I was playing it too safe, but let's take that. If you put those two things together, it's unstoppable. An unstoppable force meeting a, not an immovable object because she's trying to push it and she's doing a heck of a job. Back for the third time, Toledo helps Ukraine founder, Alana Machenko. All right, you ready? Yeah. Uh, get, just uh, count for me into that so I can have your levels good. One, two, three, four. Dzień, dwa, tri, cztery. Is that, in Ukra- is that in Ukrainian? I speak both, Ukrainian and Russian. Oh, excellent. Dasvidanya. <laughs> well, we just met. Let's say I, let's say hello. <laughs> I learned some very rudimentary Russian with the Russian kids that were in my summer camp. Dasvidanya, babushka, yeah? which I probably didn't pronounce correctly. Yeah, now let's learn Ukrainian. So it's going to be a language number one in the world very soon. So, vitayu means hi. Vitayu. Vitayu. Vitayu? Mm-hmm. Sounds Italian. Vitayu. Mm, Sounds very melodic. What's the other one that is... Uh, where is the bathroom? Devbaralnya. Devbaralnya? De? De? Vbaralnya. De? B- I, so I can't roll my tongue. Vbaralnya. B- no. Yeah. I'm just going to have to point to a bathroom. Well, since I, I am a very often visitor... Yes. Here, so I, we will practice next time. We will. We, we, I'm all about this. I don't need any of the, uh, the apps. You can just teach me. All right, we're beginning right now. Let me welcome back for the third time the wonderful Alanovichenko, creator of Toledo Helps Ukraine. Hi. Hi, Vitayu. What? That was hello again. Hello? That was vit- Vitayu means hello in Ukrainian. Vitayu. Yes. Did I get that right? Yes. All right. So um, some people are hearing this right now. Some people will hear this. Um, they'll be hearing this Sunday morning for the event that would have happened yesterday, not to be confusing, and we'll talk about the cookie walk and what that was and how you got connected. First things first, uh, you might recognize Alana or the the group Toledo Helps Ukraine because she's been doing such great work this entire year, again, your third visit, or you might recognize her from her blade fame kissing her husband as you are now naturalized. Yes. Congratulations. Um, thank you. I don't want to mess this up. This is the first question. What does that mean? Naturalization process yes. means uh, a foreigner obtain United States citizenship. Got it. So you're an American citizen now? That's correct. Congratulations. I am so glad to. Thank um, you. What Quickly, before we get into Toledo Helps Ukraine, what is the process of that like? It depends on which category you apply under. So there are several ways. To obtain a citizenship, mine was through a family petition. Okay. And my way took me about three years or maybe four. That's a lengthy process, I would say. What What was the most challenging part of it? I think interview. The marriage interview, very intrusive. And Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just thought something very dirty, but I'm sure it wasn't that. 
Yeah, the United States government wants to make sure that the marriage is legit. Sure, I get it. I get it. I would have vouched for you and said she eats awful American pizza, <laughs> and they they would have we would have made you an American right away. Yeah, well, I didn't start it like that. My husband had to train me. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh yeah, we can change your pizza habits. <laughs> Was there any kind of test that you had to take, like uh, American history, civics, or things like that? Yes, after the um, marriage-based interview, uh, the next step is to appear in front of U.S. officer to pass your civic writing and reading test. What What does that in- involve? Involve knowing United States history, mm-hmm. politics, mm-hmm. Um, of course, how to read and write. Sure. There's several questions that I, you know, well, my classmates in law school was like, whoa, I don't even know that. You're, a, you're a fully American classmates, right? <laughs> My full American class. What were they shocked? What What did you share with them, or what were they surprised by that they didn't know? I think several of them didn't know what's a local representative, yeah. or how long the representative uh, stays in the office. Sure. Of what the term length, or who is the head of uh, Supreme Court nowadays? John Roberts. That's right. Yes, and that's right. The man has a lot of my sympathy right now. What about now. the speaker? Speaker of the House? Yes. It was Nancy Pelosi for until like three weeks ago, right? Yeah, well done. Since got my my test is already passed. Yes. So. <laughs> it's like, um, I guess you can relate to this. After you take your driving test, you just forget everything. It's like, thank God I'm out on the road. I'll stop at the stop signs. Yes. Well, some things I will not forget, probably. Um, Native American tribes. Sure. And things of that sort. All right. Let's move on. Toledo Helps Ukraine. It's December 1st. We're recording this. Toledo Helps Ukraine is about 10 months old or so. Yeah, I didn't keep a track of it. I just I just count the days of the war. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure people in Ukraine know uh, more precise days. I do not. Well, let, that was one of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Um, what is the latest with the war in Ukraine right now? I would say, and you can probably gather th- this as well, um, much like we were fatigued of hearing about covid People are probably less in tune with what's going on over there as far as current events because we've got things to worry about here. Inflation, we're getting to the holidays. I make no joke about this, like football season took off. So it wasn't as much front page news. So what is the latest over in Ukraine? Well, let's say that nothing that the United States are facing right now is in comparison of um, unsafe environment. And when I say unsafe, it's very gentle word. What I name it. There's a bomb sirens, constant bomb sirens. Children has a little flashlights on their head. That's how they study in the bomb shelters. I mean, those kids are gonna grow up very tough. Yeah. If they go through all of that, um, no lights, no heat, and we're approaching very cold winter. Yeah. Uh, Ukraine is similar to the weather in Northwest Ohio and in, in uh, Canada area. So it's very cold in there. But Ukrainian people are staying resilient as they were. And even though exhausted, even though hurt deeply, they keep fighting and I'm sure they will not give up. Um, How you, you went over, over there, was it in the summertime? Yes, it was beginning of June. And we spoke not long after that. That's correct. Um, How has your perspective or opinion on your visit over there changed from when you first got back to now where you've had a little bit more time to reflect on it? Well, I have a very supportive system here in the United States, so I was able to treat my emotional distress that I faced during my visit in Ukraine. And now I, I can uh, certainly tell that I'm much more grateful 
uh, for United States, for this wonderful land of peace and resources. And um, I'm looking forward to gather more people to help my country. Um, any plans, and I know this was a, a special uh, partnership, is there any plans to go back anytime soon? We will go to rebuild the country of Ukraine. When okay. Ukraine win, very soon, we'll okay. go and rebuild it. Okay. And as I mentioned before, we'll cut that ribbon which says Toledo and people will know what Toledo is. Um, you have uh, helped some families. We've ro- relocated some families that have come over here as refugees. Tell me a little bit about that that experience. Yeah, it, it, the concept is, is like refugees, but Ukrainians has a special status. They call them paralees. Um, what is it? Paralees. Paralees. So they get paroled. Got okay. For temporarily stay in in United States. Okay. That's a uh, a certain program initiated by administration uh, back in April, and Toledo Helps Ukraine is currently working full force to facilitate that program. That's very easy. It costs zero dollars for any American to invite Ukrainian to stay uh, for two years in a peaceful land and give a good memories to their children. Awesome. How, what is the process like? You still have family over there, but in safe areas still, correct? We have families in Ukraine are desperately waiting to be relocated for, for oh, safety. I meant your family. My family is safe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they are in Poland. They like being there. And uh, they are waiting eagerly for uh, Ukraine to win. What is, uh, what's it like for a family uh, to to get out of Ukraine, to get here? Um, how are they able to escape? Very easy. They have to have a, some U.S.-based person who are willing to invite them on paper. And for U.S. person, it costs, as I said, zero dollars. And it takes a little bit of time, which we are happy to facilitate and assist with. And that's it. Then Toledo Helps Ukraine purchase tickets, and within six days of approval of immigration service, Ukrainian is able to appear in front of U.S. border agent to ask for parole. Um, do you know? Do you have any idea how many Ukrainian families have been able to come over to this country? I know the cap was a hundred thousand, which okay. is very small. Uh, absolutely. How, do you know how many are in have come to Ohio or this general area? I do not have that data, unfortunately. I do know only for how many families we helped, personally. How many is that? So Toledo House Ukraine secured sponsorship for 30 individuals. That's incredible. Thank you. And let's remind you that Toledo Helps Ukraine is a team of three people. Yes. And we relocated 30 individuals. We are very grateful for that. But none of that would be possible without, you know, continuous support of, of Toledians. That. They made it possible. They invited, they volunteered, and we paid for tickets. Who are who are some of those people or organizations or businesses that have helped out? I know the one lawyer really backed you guys. I forget the gentleman's name. Tim McCarthy. No, there was another gentleman at the very outset of things. He was near me in Holland. Oh, oh Charles, Charles, Charles. Yeah, Charles Boyd. Yes. Yeah, that, they, yeah. yeah they... Uh, leaders on our uh, shipping project, yes. on our gathering and weighing information, uh, weighing the, the tangible donations and inventory. That office was amazing. Uh, some of the other businesses or, or individuals that have been such an, uh, an important part of the process of getting those families here. I think um, Sylvania uh, Jewish Community Federation. Oh yeah, the Jewish Federation. Yes, our guy Ben, right? 
I I can't thank enough Ben. Yeah. Ben was the one of the most loyal uh, supporters for our mission. We have. Um, Sisters of St. Francis. We worked with Michelle, former attorney from Shoemaker, who helped us to find temporary housing for those who arrived. I, I, I am certain I'm missing someone. Sure. And if I did, I apologize. But I'm thankful from the bottom of my heart to everyone who knows Alana Machenko and our mission. Uh, could you give me... Um like a brief idea of, and you don't have to name names by any means. We keep all the privacy and secrecy. These people have been through hell. Um, what has life been like for a family that has come over here? Uh, like, I'm sure obviously they found a place to live, but what about like working and adjusting to, to being here? Obviously, they know a good law school student. Yes, they do. And that's easy as a process because we yeah. know exactly language to speak with the departments where they receive benefits. Uh, uh, every Ukrainian who arrived under United for Ukraine initiative, that's the name of the program, they're eligible for the same treatment as a refugees would. So they would get you know, cash assistance and um, Medicaid, um, food stamps, and application for the work permit, which until last um, week it was only available upon receipt upon receiving that um, work authorization now USAS um, made a statement that every Ukrainian allowed to work immediately after lending so yes it's been a process I'm sure there are people and we've talked about some controversial things here and I won't shy away from that now we know that there are some people who will be very upset with the fact that they're getting Medicaid and food stamps and they'll they'll uh, inaccurately think that these people are a burden on the country I don't think in Toledo there's many of those maybe outside of Toledo area (laughs) but in Toledo there's so many people who are saying you know we are very thankful that they can get out of hell at least temporarily I'm glad that we have those Pardon people. Pardon my language. If there were people who thought those awful things, as you just illustrated, having these people here, and, and it helps them and it helps us because there are still way too many now now hiring signs. And if we can get these people into a regular routine of having a place to live and, and, and work and getting them on their feet in that way, everybody works out. Cause temporarily. Tempor- that's, a key, that's a key word. The program is for temporarily stay for two years. How can they stay longer? There is no... Uh, there is no law allows them to do that. They have to find either relative or any other immigration path to 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 obtain a legal presence. But other than that, the program is only for two years duration. Well, we 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 do not want the war to continue. But if if it is after two years, we believe that United States um, government would not let Ukrainians uh, to be sent back they will extend some sort of a program. We're not going to kick people out. I'm certain. Good thing they have an excellent UT lawyer who can help them out with such things. Um, (laughs) Let's bring it back uh, a little bit lighter. Uh, So Saturday the 3rd um, for uh, here as we record this on Thursday, a cookie walk is coming up. For those hearing this on Sunday morning, this was a cookie walk at Sunshine Communities. I'd like to hear all about it because I've never heard of a cookie walk before. Well, I heard the cookie walk is a very, very uh, common and pleasant event for people before Christmas to get their cookies ready. Okay. That can be freezed, that can be eaten and enjoyed. That's a very good remember you're talk- idea. Remember, you're talking to the Jewish guy. <laughs> I, just, right. I just want my latkes. <laughs> but the um, idea was suggested by um, 
Julian, who is uh, also in our team. She's a grant writer and she's from Ukrainian descent. And uh, she helps us to organize this fundraiser. She knows a lot of um, uh, support, support. In, in Toledo, so she negotiated with Sunshine Community Gym. She arranged all those cookie bakes, and that's what we're going to do. Very um, affordable price. For a dozen of cookies, you only pay $8, and all proceeds will go to help those people in Ukraine. Um, I have known some people uh, who have been a part of Sunshine Communities, and I have heard nothing but uh, fantastic things. So I was really excited when I came across your cookie walk that you were partnered uh, with them. Uh, Saturday morning, 9 to noon, how exactly does it work? People uh, come by and they just purchase Get a cookies? Box. Yeah, they got a box. Got it. They go around the tables and they and choose they what, what they want. Any, oh any of they want. On top of that, they will be presented by handmade um, ornaments painted by local artists. Excellent. Um, I have it here quickly. Uh, Sunshine Communities, 7223 Maumee Western Road in Maumee. Um, okay. Well, Saturday. Saturday. 9 to 12 or until sold out. And, to- and which could come quite quickly. And if you want to support Ukraine but you cannot make cookie walk for some reason, you can bring your cookies if you like to bake. Uh, Friday, the day before, we will be there from 3 to 6, same location, accepting uh, donations for, for cookie bakes. What is, um, I know we're getting into the holiday season. I don't quite know what that means to you. You have had your head down in business um, uh, because of what's going on. What's in the future? Any um, near-term or longer-term goals for Toledo Helps Ukraine? Absolutely. Yes, we will continue our mission to support Ukrainians affected by war with any opportunities or means that we can possibly do. And as res- as, as, as our experience shows, we were very creative on how to yeah. help. <laughs> so we'll continue. Um, any idea? You, you've had some kind of, you're getting better as I would expect nothing less. You've talked to the media so much. You're giving me media answers. I hate that. But it's fine. And, and now you're bashful. Um, no, because I'm not. I'm not the regular news person. We're just having a conversation. So um, I'll I'll press you again on that question. What are some ideas that you would like to do? Like a cookie walk is something unique. You did the uh, the dance event, um, and then paint event. Yeah, and the, yeah. So are there any ideas in your head in the future that you would like to do? I would like to expand the team of Toledo Helps Ukraine to the, to, point, to the point where we can help more people than we currently can. Excellent. That would be the number one priority is to increase our outreach with um, a team of specialists. Um, how, and this is vital um, because there's got to be people listening right now who hear this and will want to do that and are maybe hearing about Toledo Helps Ukraine for the first time. You're about 10 months late. Welcome to the party. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the best way? And I think I know the answer to this, but I'll, because I'll, I'll, you burned it into my brain from the very first time. You were so direct with this and that, and we've got to be simple and concise. What's the best way for people to take you up on that and either help you host an event, be a part of an event, donate an event, maybe be able to donate their time? Three ways you can help nowadays. Become a sponsor. 
contact me through ToledoHelpsUkraine.org or ToledoHelpsUkraine at gmail.com and I will lead you through the process how to become a sponsor, meaning to invite someone, not necessarily financial sponsor, to second way is to contribute it financially. The money will go to purchase tickets or things as such to help um, Ukrainians or become a host. It doesn't have to be one person. Someone can be send an invitation for them to come and someone can host them temporarily up to 90 days. Those are three ways to, to help to Little Helps Ukraine. As to a growth of our team, if you have a desire or burning desire to join a uh, a team that would help us to grow our nonprofit. Contact me as well, ToledoHelpsUkraine at gmail.com. I had no doubts from the moment that we met that um, this was just an in the moment kind of thing. Um, the fever pitch of this awful war that was literally affecting all of the developed planet. Um, but I am so happy that you have, and again, I expected nothing less for you to have continued on and to build this, to build this in such a way. And I'm glad that things are still going and that everything seems as successful as it can be. So well done. Thank you. Well, next time I'll practice more on, on being more casual in conversations. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, what time do you have to go to your meeting? In 10 minutes. 10 minutes. All right. Real fast questions. Of course. Um, what's the last pizza you had? Mm. Fifth Street Pub or something. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Do you like it? I love it. Love it. I hear there, and it was recently years ago, but I hear their meatball sandwiches are very good as well. I'm, I need to try them too. Next question. Sure. Uh, you have a, a young daughter. She, what's her name again? Jasmine. Jasmine. She's about four or five? She just turned five in September. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Does she know that you're doing a cookie event or you have cat? She's very excited. <laughs> She's like, that? mom, can we eat that? Yes. <laughs> and I think I will allow her to eat as much as she wants. Um, what does she want for Christmas? She, she wants a trip. To? She doesn't, didn't specify where, where she wants a trip, but she wants adventure and trip. And let's not to forget about Gabby's dollhouse. Yeah, my one of my good friends' daughters lives with Gabby's dollhouse. What do you want other than the obvious that we just talked about? What would you like for Christmas? Well, if say there's peace in Ukraine yes. and I can top uh, of the list. dream, I I want. Um, I think I want to pass my bar. Okay, that would be my wish. Okay, and so I can help more people. Tangible, like what you would buy at Target. I, I don't go to Target. Where do you shop? Um, to Jim Max. Okay, perfect. I like deals, okay? Sure. I like very um, good quality things, but for a good deal. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with TJ Maxx. There's a new one that opened up at uh, Central and C Corp. Yeah, in front of the Costco. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> uh, last couple of questions. What do you think your husband will get you for Christmas? I think he'll get that trip for me Ex and Jasmine to go on adventure. Excellent. Yeah. All for all of us. Um... What do you think he'll get for you? <sighs> Have you dropped any hints? I can get him... Um, he won't Perhaps hear he won't results hear of some of his spa services, so I'll come back home happy okay. and uplifted. Excellent. So I'll get services done on my own, so I'm presentable. 
Does that sound good? You're presentable. Or is that too much? You're presentable good That's enough. more casual than a media. Yeah. To tell it. those details. Uh, you know what? One day when when all this carnage is over, and I and I hope it's sooner rather than later, you're going to come in here and we're going to have one of these conversations. And Jasmine can come in. Your husband can come in. I will. We will go through pizza places that you need to try, all that stuff. And we will have a good time instead of doing the business that unfortunately needs to be done. Okay, I'll get him his hobby stuff. Okay, you convince me. What are his hobby things? I'll ask him. You don't know your husband's hobbies are? No, I'll ask which one in particular he wants a president. What do you, several what do you, hobbies. What do, you, what, are, what, are, what do you think he's into? Or what does he like? He likes uh, DJing, the music. That's right, you told me yeah, that. Yeah, he likes that. He likes to shoot. Guns? Targets. We have to shoot something at like the targets. From, Bow and arrow? Yeah. Archery? Or oh, other ones that you can shoot with. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, he also likes adventure. He likes his volleyball. Okay. Outfit. All right. You're off the hot seat. Oh, <laughs> always so good to have you here. Um, this is the hat trick. The third visit. Always, yes. Always, yes. Third is charm. Always good to see you. Thank you. And vice versa.